One set of crazy people jumping up in the Entertainment Report Podcast. Yours truly, the Vince Bad Boy Problem Child representing. Bang! Keep it locked. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two-Line Music Hut Entertainment Report Podcast. And tonight, we got a real, real special guest in the building. He's a songwriter. He's a singer. He's a performer. Listen to me. This man right here has one of the craziest soca songs out right now. You know who we have in the building? We have Problem Child in the building tonight. What's going on? on big boss i'm just chilling thanks for having me thank you yes sir yes sir i'm ready i'm ready yeah welcome away how we doing this <laughs> all right welcome back to the six you know thank what i mean you, man. my pleasure it's always a pleasure to be here in toronto always. all right the first question right off the bat i gotta ask you are you an alien yes you I are actually am yes you are yes because that's Definitely. A, what planet do you come from um Every other planet except one. I won't, I won't say which one. Yeah. <laughs> I won't say which one I'm not from. <laughs> Just go, to, go down to all the planets in the solar system and see which one's up. Nah, he's not from there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. I'm not from Earth either. Yeah. You're yeah. an alien. Yeah. Just needed to confirm that. Yes, so everybody definitely. knows Problem Child is definitely an alien. And Corona proof. All right. Good. That's what we like to hear. Good. You know what I mean? So, you know what? Since we're talking about Corona, I was going to say that. Let's get into it now. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're in the middle of a crazy pandemic, corona pandemic, all yeah. right? As an artist, what does that mean to you? Wow, it means so much, man. It means so much. Like, to begin with, like, on a personal level, man, I, I just, I, everyone, we have friends, I have friends, I have family members, yeah. you know, all over the world, um, people I've met, you know, people I have to work with. And I just hope that everyone and their families are safe and okay. That's just to begin with. Yeah. And then work-related-wise, like like we were discussing prior to us beginning filming, like yeah. um, three of my events are actually like postponed, yeah. which a lot of times mean canceled. Yeah. And we were speaking like financially, that's very impactful. 100%. Like if, if, if you don't do business the right way, like some artists or whatever the case may be, and let's say you don't get a, um, a deposit, for instance, uh, even if you did get a deposit, you still have to collect your back end and now yeah. you can't get that, you know, because it's like a natural case. Like it's nobody's fault. That's yeah. that's done and over with. And how many more of these events are going to be canceled or postponed? So just based on those two things alone, it's very serious. Very, yeah. very, very serious. They got me being like almost paranoid. And I mm-hmm. think, I think I don't want to be this big um conspiracy theorist or whatever the case may be, okay. but I just feel like something's up man something is there's something bigger going on that we don't know or we don't understand that we may or may not find out in the future yeah yeah, yeah definitely because as we said right now the government are, is like your parents your parents never tell you everything that they know definitely it's I mean, always need to know basis I'm, I'm, i've always been like a homebody but mm-hmm. it's it's like extra now like i don't even want to go outside yeah I, like i don't want to go outside i'm hearing all kinds of things like you know you can't pass cash around you can't accept cash it's crazy like, i don't know about that right yeah. now I, I need to touch cash <laughs> <Come on>. yeah <laughs> you know so yeah. yeah that's crazy all right so let's get into the history of you all right the vincey bad boy all right mm-hmm. how do you get your name in the first place uh, Vincey Bad Boy is kind of a spin-off problem, child. Okay. You know, and um, coming up in the music, everyone, especially like the hip-hop artists, always has like, or had, or of yeah. always have had a moniker. Yeah. Besides our alias, besides their actual name, like yeah. Cartel is Adidi Teacher. Yeah. That type of vibes, you know what I'm saying? And um, Everybody, a bunch of other people, let's not get into all that. So it's basically a spin-off um, 
the problem child, the whole problem child thing, you know, I'm from yeah. St. Vincent. Mm-hmm. That's where the Vinci came from. Yeah. And I'm I'm somewhat outspoken, you know, and I don't really have a very low have a very low tolerance for for, for nonsense and yeah. so on and so forth. So basically. All right. That's the, the very basic yeah. explanation. All right. Go into it just a bit more. Uh I mean I mean it's it's just like in the in the studio per se, if yeah. something's not right, yeah. I'm gonna want it right and I'm not gonna stop until I get it right. Of so, course. So, you know, my delivery might not always be the right way. You know, sometimes I might yeah. be a little bit more forceful or aggressive and some people yeah. might not appreciate that. But if you can't see the good in that, then I, you know, I have to explain it and break it down to you because I'm also sensitive to, you know, the way people feel towards me and, 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 and as people in general. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. If, if you know me and you know the history of me, you, you yeah. understand a little bit more yeah. of what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah. Right now, especially when it comes to the soca right now, SVG is hot has two of the biggest artists right now in the soca market right now did you see this coming or how hard did you guys have to actually work to get your foot through that door and say okay you know what we're here and we're here to stay man i believe everybody has to work hard yeah you know i don't see it as a svg thing we had to work harder than anybody i just had a conversation yesterday mm-hmm. with an upcoming artist you know he reached out to me for advice and i was like bro okay. you have to do what you have to do just like anybody else there are, there are no handouts yeah you know i mean i've i've noticed that over the years mm-hmm. um we are special if you ask me i'm not saying that we are more special than anyone but we do have a little niche or something for sure like if you look at the, the we always have something going on something major even if it's somebody who come around and mm-hmm. and then they might not stay around for a very long time they always yeah. come come around and make some kind of an impact you know um mm-hmm. we have we, we had like the zola we have yes. we have we've had kevin little mm-hmm. you know we've had james p nookie i mean like th- for for an island this small yeah yeah those are monsters those are we are those songs went yeah. really 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 mainstream and even to yeah. this day turn me on is still one of the biggest songs ever in, in the in the soccer industry you know we've had we've had dynamite with um with brave we've always had it's a, it's a bunch of other songs that i can mention and people mm-hmm. and then you know you have the obvious you know the problem child is skinny fabulous yeah. and so on and so forth and i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure i'm leaving people out so don't feel offended it's Not just up going off the top right now yeah, yeah. We, we've def- we definitely have something even before our times we've had like the beckett's and the winston so souls who've had monster songs yeah. it's always just something I've, I've been saying that and i can't quite put my hand on what it is mm-hmm. but we've always just had something man i didn't realize beckett came from um saint vincent yeah beckett is a vincy from a little village called lay you yeah. okay Lay use where um two of my producers are from as well, Parry Jack and Friction. Friction, I've done a bunch of work with them. Parry, yeah. um, also in recent times, I've done a lot of work with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy right there. And what was your break into the actual industry? Because I know you actually write mm-hmm. and you perform. So then was it writing first or was it actually? No, it was it was it was actually with? Party Animal, that song. Yeah. Yep. As a matter of fact, I did a song called Mad. Mm-hmm. I think maybe two years before that, if my memory serves me correctly. And um, yeah, that was the first song that actually had me seeing I could make a little bit of money off soca music or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. But what happened is when people started doing the rhythms, yeah. I wasn't really given that much of an opp- opportunity to be on these rhythms. Okay. So 
I try to figure out, like I was saying in an interview um, in Antigua like a couple of weeks ago, like no matter what happens, no matter what negative vibe come your way, no matter what um, obstacle you may face, always find a way to work around it. So sure. with that being my obstacle that I wasn't given the opportunity to be on these rhythms, I was like, wow, okay, nobody want me on their rhythms for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, maybe, you know, yeah. blah, 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 X, Y, Z, who yep. cares? What can I do now to, to um, combat that or to counteract that? So mm -hmm. I just started writing and, and submitting songs to people to cut a long story short. And I just work with my producer friends. I'm like, yo, let's do our own rhythms. And if it's mm -hmm. my rhythm, hey, nobody can tell me I can't be on it. God. So that's how I started writing. I never mm -hmm. really set out to be a songwriter. I was forced okay. to be. That was my way around the whole situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And who were some of the first artists that you actually started I think the very first person. Yeah. Um, um, Patrice, Patrice Roberts. Okay. Yeah. I How did that happen? Nobody. Um, we went to do um TV interview mm -hmm. um in Trinidad, and I saw her sitting across the way. So I asked her, like, um, would she do a song if I wrote it? She said, yeah, if she likes it. So yeah. I basically thought she was just, like, brushing me off. But um, she ended up doing it. Okay. She ended up doing it. Um, That song is A Little Why Never Hurt Nobody. And yes, I had my yes, song on yes. that same okay. rhythm, Life of the Party, on that yeah. same rhythm. And from then, we just continued the relationship and, and the whole strategy, and yeah. it, it seems to still be working. And how long now has it you actually been writing? for other artists um well i don't remember what year that happened mm -hmm. i'm gonna be quite honest with you but i mean if you could do the research or whatever a yeah. little wine mm -hmm. if it dropped if, if if it says like trinidad carnival whatever year 2008 9 yeah. 10 then it'll probably be the year before that that yeah. i saw it actually doing yeah it. yeah that's crazy that is so wild Right now, you're a soca artist. Mm -hmm. Come from St. Vincent. Mm -hmm. What's the most difficult thing about your job, being a soca artist and coming from St. Vincent? Man, I don't see anything as difficult. Mm -hmm. I don't really see anything as difficult, and I'm trying hard to think. Mm -hmm. It would probably be like personal things, like when I go in the studio, execution, for me to yeah. personally execute some of the things that I have or the vision I have for a song. You know, I mean, I don't believe anything is really difficult. I mean, like, you just have to work. Yeah. You just have to work. Anything that's that's easy is somewhat sometimes not the best. So you get I mean, it. we all have our little little obstacles and little things we have to go through to accomplish what we want. But mm -hmm. without that, I mean, it's not fun. The journey is sometimes better than getting to the destination. You know, it's fun. You have to enjoy the journey. Yeah. So as far as the most difficult thing, I can't say. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I don't think I face any more trials than 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 anyone else. Yeah. You know, I just I just know that those trials are like invisible to me like yeah. I'm, I'm always gonna keep going yeah yeah that's true so especially when you came up with something like party animal because i know that's about 10 11 years ago you came up with yeah, party animal yeah and that was yeah perfect wow 13 yeah i'm passing right now boss yeah. right then the internet wasn't really in full swing it wasn't yeah how do you find that the internet helped you or hindered you or help you along the way in your business or in my business i mean i'm, I'm happy and it's gonna sound funny i'm kind of right. happy a lot of people people are not as into it as they should be because it makes my job yeah. <laughs> easier <laughs> you know yeah um i know you need it man as an artist you mm -hmm. need it it went from it went from when i was growing up if you're an artist like you knew nothing about the person you just mm -hmm. knew their music and you know what they look like yeah. It went from that to people showing you in their bedroom, yeah. in their house. I'm putting out the garbage. Wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. So I know people um, have gotten into like wanting to know more about the artists, wanting to know more about what you're up to, what you do on a daily basis. You know, I'm in my story showing them I'm in the hotel room, yeah. blah, 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 X, Y, Z. So I love it. I love it. You know, um, 
And it just comes with the territory. Yeah. yeah. And what's a drawback with having people almost so close? It's now one degree of separation. Yeah, people people assuming things or, yeah. or misunderstanding things. Like you may say something and mean mm-hmm. something else and somebody's just like, all right, I'll give you an example, right? There's, in, in light of the um, coronavirus situation, there's yeah. a meme going around, wash your hands before you text me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I just, I, just, I just figured like I would put a spin on it and I, I, I screenshot it yeah. and I edited it to wash your life before yeah. you know me. Yeah. Now, all, all I'm saying is just yeah. like, you know, don't bring no negative vibes around me. Makes sense. Simple as that. Yeah. Somebody messaged me and was like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. I like how you're getting at she. And mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, what? Are we what? <laughs> I like, I like what are we talking getting, about it's, here? It's petty, yeah. but I like how you're getting at she. Right back at her directly too. And I did not even bother to respond to ask this person like, mm-hmm. who or what are you talking about? Because I don't even know where this meme started, yeah. bro. So it's like people could misunderstand and assume things about you and, mm-hmm. and take things, you know, out of context and yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah, that's Con- probably the only Context is king. Yeah. Context is king. Yeah. If you don't understand, when you see words on a screen, you don't really feel the tone or understand how yes, I'm actually sir. presenting yes, it to you. Yes, you know sir. what it's I mean? It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. And, and yeah, that, that's basically what it is right there. It's funny to me, though. Mm-hmm. It's funny to me, though. Like, you got to be smarter than that, man. Yeah. Especially when people don't know how to take things literally. Yeah. Um, figuratively, sorry. And they take it literally. Yeah. Funny. How long have you actually been on Instagram and all these stuff here? And how into it are you? Do you actually respond to a lot of the comments and stuff like that? Um, I used to respond more okay. than I do now. I don't remember how long I've been. I was probably like, wow. I don't want to take a wild guess. I don't know. Yeah. Five years? Okay. I'm, I'm just guessing. This yeah. is a, a wild, wild guess. I could be, I could be way off, but that's yeah. that's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, I was I was more accessible. Mm-hmm. You know, I got in, in trouble a couple of times on a, on a personal level for being too yeah. accessible. Like, why are you talking to this person so much? <laughs> it's the internet. <laughs> they're talking to me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. They're talking to me. Um, yeah, so on and so forth. And like um, the comments I use, I, I just the whole whole Vinci Bad Boy thing and the whole problem child thing. The whole ready to always answer yeah. or reply to somebody, especially if they're out of line. Yeah, you know, checking somebody real fast. Then I I had to realize like, wait a minute, bro. That's just what people are gonna do because I'm I'm very heavy into hip hop. Yeah. And I pay close attention to people do that and they do worse with these rappers and so yeah. on and so forth. And very rarely do you see the rappers going back and forth with anybody in in the comments. I'm yeah. like, okay, they don't do that. That's that's something to to make a mental note of. And then like in my DMs and so on, I used to try to respond to everybody. And then like I found like, bro, you could put that time to better use. You know, so if I know the person or mm-hmm. recognize them by name, mm-hmm. um, I try to respond. And my reason for, for, for going through all my DMs prior was because of business. Like sometimes sure. people are not observant. My business contact is right on my page, my booking contact. But they would overlook Hit that and email. come in the DMs yeah. and ask you. So I was always like worried about what if it's a booking? Mm-hmm. What if it's a booking? But then I could use that time to write a song. Or, or try to perfect a song. Mm-hmm. And especially with as busy as I've gotten lately, I yeah. really don't have the time to respond to um, uh, uh, most of the stuff like yeah. I used to. Makes sense. Yeah. Right now in your career, could we say we could say it's about 13, 14 years you've been putting in work now. Yeah, like on a serious note, yeah. yeah. What has been some of the brightest, give me two of the brightest moments in your career so far. Something where you say, you know what? I really enjoyed that art. Okay, you know what? I could feel this happening now. Man, it's just been a wave, man, a whole blur. Like, mm-hmm. I can't really pinpoint anything because we don't really have, like, I mean, I mean, 
I would tell you like when I won road marching um St. Vincent in mm-hmm. 2007 with Party Animal. Mm-hmm. I have to say that, and I probably will leave it right there mm-hmm. because growing up, I never thought I would ever win a road march, man. First of all, okay. I wasn't even really into soccer. I like hip hop and dance hall. Okay. Right? And, the, and, right. Then, and then when I look at the caliber of the people who are winning road marches, like Beckett and stuff, to me, that just looked like yeah. something way yeah. out of reach. Like, I, that didn't have, that's yeah. never going to happen to me. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't sing the song with the intention of winning um, road march, which made it even more surprising and something I could relish even more, mm-hmm. you know? I was just like, wow, I really won? Like, somebody told me I was going to yeah. win. I, I, down to the last, I was like, bro, then it's mm, not going to happen. I mean, from then, I've pretty much just worked and accepted all the blessings that came my way. So, you know, we don't have, like, Grammy Awards and stuff like that yet, yeah. you know, um, specifically as a soca genre. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing on a major, major level I could look at, you know, I have to look at little things like Patrice Green to sing the song, yeah. you know, um, my relationship with her, she's like my sister, which is more important than, you know, winning any award or anything like that. You, you, you get to meet people and build a bond with positive mm-hmm. people. And, and those are my highlights. Just like um, getting to work with people like Michelle, you know, Bungie, Faye, yeah. you know, the whole works, everybody, nobody excluded. Mm-hmm. Those, those are my highlights. Yeah. yeah. From fan to coworkers, you know what I mean? It's like you liked it. I seen you guys on TV. I heard your music, but now we're actually standing in the studio and we're making music together. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's right. crazy. You know crazy, what I mean? Crazy, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you said hip hop and dancehall. Who are some of your favorite hip hop and dancehall artists? I like that I like, inspire you. I like everybody in hip hop. I like from from the older generation, from Big Daddy, Big Daddy Kane, all the okay. way up. Yeah, Cool Mo D. Um, Bismarcky, I could go past that yeah. just because even if it's before my time, yeah. I, I love music mm-hmm. I, all the way up to like the baby, little baby right now, um, little Tekka, uh, yeah. just just name it. I know everybody and in between, yeah. right? And then um, there's there's dancehall. My favorite, my all time favorite is Vibes Cartel. Okay, um, but I could, I could go as far back as Admiral Bailey, um, Lieutenant Stitchy. I'm um, Yellow Man, Daddy Twitch, yeah. everybody, you know, um, yeah. Nicodemus Jr., Demos Super Cat, yeah. you know, everybody, Beanie Man, Bounty Killer, everybody, everybody, yeah. even, yeah, Idonia, even some of the lesser known people like like Size 10, I've always been a fan of a Governor. Ah, this man said Size 10. Yeah, yeah, I've always been a fan of Governor from when he was Diablo. Yeah. And, you know, you know, music is me, man. I love music. I, I love, I I love even that. outside of music. I like, I like R&B. I have a crazy time life music playlist with people like um um what's his name Cuomo yeah. um Perry Cuomo and and, and, and stuff like that on what? there Nat King Cole you know uh, yeah 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 all right yeah. here because you got from the sixties right yeah. up to twenty twenty and everything in yeah, between Frank Sinatra name it music yeah. is me man I love music all mm-hmm. all genres I yeah. love even instrumentals like the moods and stuff I just put jazz blues name mm-hmm. it I find something to like. Yeah. Yes, sir. And was you said Soka wasn't really your first love at first. It was more mm-hmm. hip-hop and dancehall. So where was the switch for you where you said, okay, you know what? I'm going to become a Soka performer and a Soka artist. Okay, it was kind of like an accident, mm-hmm. but I believe nothing is really an accident. It was sure. just set up and designed that way. So when I moved to the States, right, which mm-hmm. I don't remember when that was, but it was a while ago, right? Because mm-hmm. even while I did Party Animal, I was living in the States, right? Okay. Yeah, so prior to that, I'm living in the States, and I'm finally... Going out to these parties now, I got comfortable with living there, whatever, basement parties and whatever, but they weren't playing any soca at all, at all. Okay. And then they used to give us three songs, three songs, right? 
Yeah. And then the place would erupt based on those. Th- we knew yeah. at some point we were going to get those three songs. Do you remember which three they were? Um, Lou Taylor. Yes, yes, one. And, um, yes. Follow my ding, ding, uh-huh. ding. And um, ju- was it Jump by Rupee? It might have been Jump by Rupee. Because that also is in that same right. zone there. Right, you get yeah. those three. You're not getting anything else. Yeah. And then slowly but surely... Um, they started having more and more and more soca-oriented events in New York, like an actual soca party. Yeah. You know, um, they would bring people in to perform. You know, would go see like Treason, um, um, Bungie them performing and so on and so forth. So I kind of developed, you know, when they say, when you don't have something, you miss it more. You know, absence made the um absence made the heart grow fonder. Yep. So it was because I didn't have soccer. I didn't realize how much I loved it until it was taken away from me. Or yeah. I left it. Mm-hmm. You know, let me put the blame on me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I left it. Yeah, yeah. Went to the states or whatever, and then like I was still doing dance all. But there's this guy named Godfrey Ince. Yeah. He um he always been doing soccer, and he was like living like a two minute walk from my house. Mm-hmm. So he's always like, "Why don't you do soccer?" I was like, "Bro, for one, I can't sing. Yeah. I don't know nothing about writing this thing." People singing about go down the road and you meet a man and mm-hmm. this and that. And I don't know how to do that. So he was like, do what you could do on a soccer beat. Yeah. So I did a song um, called Reveler's Anthem mm-hmm. on a beat that he produced. Mm-hmm. And he put it out in St. Vincent. And I was just like, whatever. Yeah. But the song blew up. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The song blew up. I was like, wait a minute. It's a whole lot. Okay, wait a minute. Yeah. What's going on here? here? Mm-hmm. You know, and people were arguing, like, had people known who I am or was at the time, and had I been on the island, I could have possibly won Road March. So I was like, yo, y'all exaggerating or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. So I just kept doing that to that to, to that degree. And that's how, basically, I became a soca artist. Because even if you listen to some of my slower stuff, mm-hmm. I, put a, I tend to put... Um, somewhat of a dance hall twist into it because that's, you could hear that that's swing. What I'm, that's what I'm better at because mm-hmm. I'm not a vocalist, so I have to mm-hmm. do what I can do to yeah. get by. You have to be comfortable at some point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how I ended up doing soca. That's crazy, just like that. Yeah, I never, yeah. I, I, I never once said, yeah, you know, I want to be a soca artist. It yeah. was even I even actually just voiced a dance hall track like well, last week for a, for an official dance hall. Producer, yeah, hardcore thing too. Yeah, really, really hardcore. When could we expect it out? Or that's just I don't know. He's ear. keeping me. Uh, he's yeah. he's keeping it a secret. I'm supposed yeah. to meet with him later tonight. He's actually here right now. He's, okay. Yeah, he he came here for whatever reason, business yeah. purposes. Um, he's gonna have some mainstream arm um, dancehall acts on it. That's what he told me. And I've I've seen yeah. his repertoire and his work, and I, I dare to say that he's not playing around. Yeah. He's very serious. So that's as soon crazy. as I have information, I shoot yeah. you a text and let you know. Hey, one hundred percent. The song is dropping. Yeah, I also, I also have a bunch of other stuff I'm working on outside of soca. Um, some Afrobeat stuff. I'm trying to what? link with a couple of people. Yeah, yeah. man. Like, I mean, I can write whatever. You could tell from what I listen to. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like mimicking. It's wi- yeah. Yeah, my knowledge and my love for music is very broad. So yeah. I'm trying to just expand and experiment with some different stuff. The same way I didn't plan on being a mm-hmm. soca artist, who, and, but I am one yeah. now. Who knows? Anything is possible. Anything is possible, bro. Wow. So we're talking about soca. Let's get to your massive, massive, crazy. I'm talking, you need insurance to listen to this song. We're talking about Nasty Up. Nasty All right? You know, people actually call that song insurance. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need insurance. You know yeah. what I mean? That was actually one of the first times I actually listened to a soca song and they mentioned insurance. I said, wow, that stuck out to me. Yeah, you, you want to know? know? That's yeah. the first word yeah. I heard when I was when I was listening to the beat. Yeah, the first word that Insurance. came to mind. Yeah, and I have no explanation as as far as my process with writing songs. Mm-hmm. I hear stuff, and I was like, mm-hmm. insurance. 
I didn't know what to say about insurance. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't have any idea why insurance came. It just it just sounded like it's kind of like producing the beat. I'm gonna yeah. give away some of my formula. Okay. It's kind of like the beat is playing, and as a producer, what would you put in there? That could have easily been like keys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just turned that into a word because it fit the track. It's Crazy. easy. I don't fight the music. I just take what the music gives me. So that's the first thing I heard. Insurance. Yeah. I was in the gym listening to this beat over and over and over, mm. and I almost didn't do the song. I almost didn't drop the song because mash it up and buy it back. Yeah. I felt like I felt like that was used prior some years, and I couldn't remember who used it. Okay. And then um, when I went to the studio a couple of weeks before, I heard a song. I accidentally overheard a song while I was outside. Yeah. I don't know if it was being mixed or anything, but I heard someone using that line. Okay. And I was like, okay, they may know. I overthought it. I, I usually overthink things. Yeah. And I don't want him to say, okay, he went to the studio, he yeah. heard my thing, and he stole my thing. <laughs> yeah, I got you. So I was yeah. like, you know what? And that was like one of the main parts of the song. I was like, I couldn't find anything to replace it. But then, let me be devil's advocate here. <laughs> I started to sit and I was like, how many things that you've said or done that you've seen and heard after the fact and what no one cared? It? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to take a chance and just do it. Mm -hmm. And that's how I ended up doing the song. Yeah. Crazy, crazy song. It was because that originally came out 2019. Yeah, 2019 for Vinci Mas. Yeah. But and yeah, for Vinci Mas. Shout out to Wetty Beats. He's also um, he also on the, on the rhythm. He has yeah. another song on the rhythm as well. So that was, so if it was 2019 Vinci, then it would be considered 2020 for Trinidad. Trinidad, yeah. yeah. That's how it works. And that yeah. was one of the, even though it wasn't, were you actually a contender for um, Road March and everything this uh, year? You have to be uh, a Trinidadian national to win yeah. or have two thirds or better of the vocal Yes, on the track so like if that. I had two Trinidadians on the track with me mm -hmm. then I could register for Road yeah. March otherwise then no I couldn't mm -hmm. there was no chance that I could win yeah but that was almost that's we could almost say sit here and say that was one of the that's clearly top three when it came to Trinidad Carnival I mean I, I don't know I mean I'll take it I'll yeah. take that but you know as soon as I start saying yeah 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 then you mm -hmm. know once again the misunderstanding part of people gonna yeah. You know, tapping on the seat. I said it. I see. I said it. I said it. Not me. Yeah, I said it. He's right, though, but. Yeah, I've seen a lot of performances, even you and I'm lyrical. We're doing a lot of stuff because he's on the track also. Yeah, he's on the rhythm, yeah. That was crazy. And how did it feel to actually get that type of welcome in Trinidad? I mean, it felt great. It felt great. I've been going there for many years, you know, doing my songs, performing. What What it was for me is that Finally, I had a song that I was very comfortable performing because a lot of the other stuff, like with me, you have to, like music evolves. And a lot of times what you're good at or what you like might not be the thing that's happening, mm -hmm. right? So we had different eras where <clears throat> it was it was, it was was like this before with the whole crazy songs and the mashup songs and whatever. Mm -hmm. We went to a little R&B soca um, time period can can rhythm and stuff like the, that yeah period, we went to yeah. the whole dance music everything was everything was that mm -hmm. and now we're here and this is more something that I'm comfortable doing I've adjusted to each change yeah. but this is me so I mean anyone could look and tell like at my performances mm -hmm. in Trinidad especially I was just always comfortable it was yeah. fun I was never panicked or, or, or not that I ever am on stage but mm -hmm. you know I was very 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 much in my element 
Yeah, so that that was the biggest part of it for me. Like I could just run out there and I yeah. kind of it took a lot of stress off your shoulder, knowing how huge your song is in terms yeah. of performing. You just had to find different ways to deliver it. Yeah, that's crazy. And where do you see the actual bubble up? Because when you put it out, yeah, it's cool. But where do you see the whole thing rise up? Like holy smoke, something's going on here. It, it's funny when it came out for Vince Mass. I had an, I have another song called Isaac Hunt. Yes. Right? Yes. That dropped, and everybody was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah. Right? So when I dropped Nasty Up, so many people were on Isaac Hunt. And for whatever reason, we just have this stigma in Soka, like, okay, if he has a hit song, that's yeah. it. You could only have one. Maybe two. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, bro, bro, come on. Like, the amount of songs I've written for people, I could have 12 if I feel like. It just mm-hmm. might not be unfair with the amount of airtime I would take up because everyone has to be heard, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, why would you kind of, like, think me, like, put me in a box like one song like yeah. crazy like but anyway the song dropped and it wasn't really getting much play it was getting some play at first so I, I noticed like it was on a certain radio station on a certain shift yeah these two DJs with a DJ and an announcer would always play it and go hard with it mm-hmm. so then I have a friend who worked on the radio station and um I was bored at home one day and I was like bro what are you doing he's yeah. like I'm on the radio blah 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 I was like, let me come in. Yeah. You know, I just asked him. He said, come in. So I just went in on the on the show. We started talking, kind of like an impromptu interview. And I said, by the way, there's a song here I dropped that y'all not really playing. Yeah. And it was nasty up. So he was like, pull it up, pull it up. Because that's like my friend friend. He yeah. pulled it up. Shout out to Colombian. Mm-hmm. And um, the DJ who was on the radio at the time had never heard it. Yeah. It was He, he was playing, uh, my friend's the um, announcer. Mm-hmm. The DJ had never heard it. Yeah. But he was like, what you saying? Fuck it up, fuck it up with the powder. Yeah. Like, yo, he said, I thought you were cursing. I was like, I'm not cursing, sir. And then he was like, yo, this is kind of hard. Mm-hmm. So then he played it again. And then he played it like two more times in the segment. And that's how it started to build. But but Carnival Tuesday, mm-hmm. and this is with, like with two weeks to go for Carnival. Okay. Carnival Tuesday, a couple of DJs that came in, you know, playing on the road for um one of the bands I was playing mass with. Um, they were like, yo, there's a song that I really love and I'm not hearing much about my mom. But you see, the funny thing is with social media and, and word of mouth and everything, mm-hmm. a lot of people apparently had loved the song but just weren't hearing it. Got you. So I don't know if it's through my social media, through mixtapes mm-hmm. or whatever, but it was like on the underground, a lot of people loved it. So at a certain point, a certain point, uh, time of day might have been like around midday going on one. Mm-hmm. They played it yeah. and it was so refreshing and the whole yeah. place lift up. I was like, wait a minute. What's going it's kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. You know, it's like somebody you haven't seen in a long time. You're happy to see them. Yeah. So I was like, wait a minute. They started jumping up on people, trucks and whatever. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. So then um, those same DJs went to St. Lucia afterwards. And there's a hill I wasn't there yeah. that they had to run up on the hill below. Mm-hmm. You ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> An insurance billboard. <laughs> what? <laughs> an, advert, yeah. an advert for an insurance company. Yeah. Right? And they, they were up there. I don't know if that was planned or it was coincidental, but I'm watching like, whoa. What's the chances of this? And prior to that happening, prior to that happening, there were like two events mm-hmm. where I saw them wilding out and they had people from New York who, I don't know if they knew the song or whatever, but the song wasn't big in St. Lucia yeah. when they started playing it, but people knew it. Yeah. So they re- they reacted and then the people who didn't know it were like, what is it's that? They're reacting. What, what, I want to know about mm-hmm. this song. 
And then it went from there to Grenada. I, they said the song was so big in Grenada, they thought it was a Grenadian song. Okay. Uh, a Grenadian sang the song. Because once you say mash it up and build back, Grenada 100%. That, that's always been DC. Grenada, Grenada. <laughs> yeah. Y'all uh, tap into Vinci. That's always been us. Not taking mm. nothing away from Grenada, but mm -hmm. I've always said we're like cousins. So yeah. we have the 1, same. 1,000%. We have like the same type of vibe. That's always been us though. So people mm -hmm. thought the song was from Grenada Carnival yeah. and it just went from there, went from there. And then by the time Miami Carnival, it was a wrap. It was gone. Yeah, Labor Day to yeah. Miami Carnival, yeah. it was a wrap. Crazy. Yeah. If somebody's not really 100% familiar, I don't know who isn't, with that song, you could get them a line out of the song? Crazy people. That's enough. <laughs> 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 nah, just go check it out. Check it out on YouTube. Oh, the music video I dropped earlier yes. this year. Yes. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Shout out to Precisely Films. What was the, what was the inspiration behind that video? craziness yeah basically what happens in vinci mass a lot yeah. of it was shot in Saint, in saint vincent but i wanted to shoot and capture different moments of the song yeah. and the, the effect it had on people um at various events and carnivals so there's some trinidad in there yeah there's some miami in there um there's a part that i shot um i crop over it's not on the road or anything but the, mm -hmm. the young lady with the costume i shot okay I've been, so i've been planning this video for a long time i just yeah. wanted it to be so epic I didn't want to rush it. Yeah. So there's a bunch of different clips in there from different places and everything. So yeah, it's basically what we do in St. Vincent every yeah. year. Yeah, when you look at it, uh, it's nice and clear. You could see everything, the vibe, the cuts, the edits, everything. Yes, it's super sir. dope. Yeah, so and I, I was, I, me, I'm, I'm pretty much hands-on with, I was there, I was like, okay, he did most of the edits and then he came over uh, precisely Junior Lee. And um, I watched him edit like, okay, boom, I don't like this. I yeah. had some parts taken out and some okay. parts, but yeah, I don't, I don't, nobody just gives me anything. Yeah. You like it. You like things yeah, done your be, way. To, yeah. Well, I wouldn't say my way, but with my vibe, you know, mm. my vision, because everything I do, um, I, I see myself as much of a, um, as a creative. So yeah. like with everything I do, I usually have a vision of what I want prior mm. to. You know, it's like going to the tailor. You have a you have a way you want your suit to be made, and if it's like the pockets wrong, you'll be like, "Bro, yeah. you made my pockets wrong. Fix it." But that's not what you had that's in your mind. That's not what I had in mind. So yeah. I I I try, I try to work with people as much as possible to capture my vision. Yeah. Makes sense. Yes. When sir. it comes to soca, where do you want to see that soca flag planted? What would mean the most to you? Where you said, you know what? I'm proud that I was part of this movement to make this happen. Ah, uh, well, basically, world recognition, mm -hmm. world recognition. You know, our own genre. On, on, on these digital platforms, you know? Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. um, everything else would fall into place, I believe, once we accomplish that. Yeah. yeah. It's just uh, the world. You just want to yeah, take over like, the like, world. Like how, like how Afrobeat came up. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's a lot more recognized now. You it's know? wild. Yeah, I but, tell people. But, but you know what I realized, man? Mm -hmm. A lot more people like Soka mm -hmm. than we know. Mm -hmm. And a lot more people would like Soka if they're exposed to it. Makes so we, sense. So we have to do a lot more marketing, a lot of more social media work, and we have to take our, take it seriously. We can't just be doing any old random stuff, yeah. you know? Um, we have to present ourselves properly so that when people do look at us, mm -hmm. you know, we're not taken for a joke. You know, like these guys are millionaires. They do this, they do that, they accomplish this. There's nothing basic about them. Yeah. You know, so when they look at us, they can't see us looking just any old way. You know, they got to be, we got to at least use something to get their attention. It's like having an establishment mm -hmm. and you have the greatest product inside, but outside of your establishment is shabby. Oh, Nobody going to probably ever go in there. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? And you could reverse that same thing. You could have outside your business looking so great, so crisp, so pretty, you know, so attractive. People are going to want to go in there and the product ain't good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? So we have yeah. to have proper presentation because a lot of people that I've come in contact with, there's a there's an Afrobeat artist that I, I might be working with. We're trying to work together. Okay. And the funny thing is I want to get into that market and get into that field. Mm-hmm. And every time I'm like, okay, so what do you want to do? And I submit like a beat because I haven't really submitted a project. Okay. He comes back to me he's like, I want something that sounds more like soca. Yeah. And I was like, what? You know, so you know, and that's why I said a lot more people would like it if they're exposed to it. Yeah. You know, I've had a I've had an Afrobeat artist say that nasty up is soca song of the year for him. Yeah. I, I, Come on, but, we but, know but, this. But, but listen, you would think it would be probably one of the slower songs. Yeah. You know? Which which is why I'm saying what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If more people are exposed to it, we'd be surprised who would like it. Cause I would never expect that for an artist from another genre yeah. to like a soca song, it would be a song of that nature. More almost quote unquote worldly has that type of tropical house. I, I, kind I, of I feel thought it would be it. something yeah. along those lines, not yeah. nasty up. Like, yeah, where's the madness? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. that's what they probably like that energy. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is. Man. A lot of times, just, I was just surprised. But what I you're it. running from is the same thing that people like. So you know what? Because I know for a while, um, Power Soca was it was kind of quiet. It, it was, was really Grover Soca. It was dominant. You know what I mean? So then right now, it's really probably people wanted the power. Just a lot of people didn't realize. So you know what? A lot of artists said that. Man, and producers it, didn't realize it it's power they want. what I was saying before, too, out of sight, out of mind. You miss it. Yeah. Absence make the heart go fonder. Like, it wasn't around. And music would always evolve. It's not going to be like this way all the time. Never. But that's that's why we shouldn't shun any any aspect of music. Yeah. You know, accept it. It's there for some people. It's not for everybody. Because not everybody want to hear the slow and nice, sweet stuff, too. Yeah. Like in Vinci Mass, you very rarely hear that stuff. It's power all day, oh, every day. The maddest, I tell everybody, the maddest set of people on planet Earth come from St. Vincent and Grenada. There's nobody matter than Bro, you guys. I tend to agree. <laughs> and, and Grenada tolerate a lot more groovy than we do. Man, let me tell you something. For real? I don't remember. It was probably like four groovy songs on the radio. Yeah. In St. Vincent. Four. For the last part of all. Yeah. Power right through on the road. Yeah. Ain't no chip, 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 chip. You may get that. Yeah. Something. Mm-hmm. Pace. Yeah. Right through from morning to evening. I don't yeah. know how they do Those guys. The maddest set of people on planet energy. Earth come from St. Vincent and Grenada. I got around here called the Rapid Facts. Ask Ooh. you some quick questions. You give me back some quick answers. I'll try. All right. What's your favorite color? I don't have one. Okay. What's your biggest fear? Fear? Um, losing a loved one. Okay, that's that's yeah. very. I get that. Favorite food? Seafood. Okay. Any f- seafood in particular? Seafood. All right. Seafood. Okay. Are you a cooker or a cleaner? Both. If you were fifty-one forty-nine, which one would be fifty-one and which one would be forty-nine? What? Fifty-one percent, forty-nine percent. You're almost even, but there's one that's dominant. Between cooking and cleaning. Oh, I was about to say what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, cleaning. Yeah. I, I can't, yeah, cleaning for sure. Yeah. All right, I got you. What's the last book you read or listened to? Green Days by the River. All right, good one. What's your hobby? Music. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got you. Music, fashion, working yeah. out. I okay. Give you three. Got you. Yeah. What's your hidden talent? I don't think I have one, man. Mm hmm. 
I don't think I have a hidden talent. Yeah. I think my, my hidden talent is exposed. Yeah. Which is songwriting. Got you. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. All right. How do you relax? Jeez, it's supposed to be rapid. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know why? I, I don't even get to relax. I'm yeah. like, wait. I remember this word, yeah. relax. I remember yeah. this word. It sounds familiar. <laughs> like, I, I really can't, man. I really try. But I, even while I'm laying in bed, my mind is going. Yeah. Um, yeah, my mind is always at work. That makes sense. Yeah. What's the biggest difference in your personal life and your professional life? Family. Yeah. Family, man. I keep them hidden, man. I don't I don't like to, like, put my, my, my horse or even speak about, like, yeah. children, whether I have or not, how mm-hmm. many, mm-hmm. you know, and so on, just like my love life. Yeah, that's that's for Keep me. It. I, I need something for me, bro. You I know? get you. Yeah, I, I need something you. for me. All right, one song that had the biggest influence on your life. It doesn't have to be your song. It could just be a song in general. Anything from Bob Marley. Yeah, biggest influence. Anything from Bob Marley. Got you. Your favorite artist of all time. You gotta give me by genre, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just I, I, I can't. your favorite artist of all time that you could think of right now, just today, randomly, Jay-Z. right now. Jay Z, wicked choice. Jay Z, your favorite song of all time that you could just think of randomly right now. Party animal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Okay, okay, that's not mine. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't yeah. know. All right, I, bro. You can't. You, me and music. <laughs> It's like it's like a computer. Just like, I can see that. I can see that. There's no. I, I can't do that. Yeah. That's really rare. I can't do that. I, I have one. I have words that I like in songs. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Just like, like I told you, insurance. That word stuck in my yeah, head. Yeah. You know I, mean? I can't do. I can't, I could never do that. Yeah. I could never do that, man. A, right. a favorite song. Yeah. One song. Yeah. One. No. <laughs> okay. No. Favorite movie of all time. Shutters. Uh huh. Wicked, wicked movie. <laughs> all right. I got three more here for you. All right. Do you prefer water or juice? I only drink water. Okay. Something salty or sweet? Salty. Okay. Your favorite comedian of all time? Man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say Eddie Murphy. Yeah. He, he probably isn't. But that's just the first person that, that really came to mind. Came to mind. He kind of like the the father to all these younger comedians mm-hmm. right now. And like as far as comedy go, I don't. I like actual jokes. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I don't like for people. Some people comedy is just them acting stupid or silly. I get. You. I, I I have too much brain. You no, know, my brain cells are too good for that. Yeah. If you ask me, like, put, let me think about something. Say something to have me saying, "Yo, this guy's crazy." You hear what yeah. he's saying? Yeah. Wordplay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we got to the end of the rapid facts. You see, everything is good. Yeah. Now it's your time before I get you out of here. Now, if you have any inspiration, anything to say, contact anything, the floor is yours right now. Ah, uh, just follow me on social media. Well, preferably Instagram at Real Problem Child, R E A L Problem Child. That's it. And take care of yourselves and just like tune into everything I'm doing. That's it. Make sure you keep watching this show. Please, whether it's me on here or not. I mean, watch it more when I'm on here. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even get taxed. We're in 2020 right now. What's your plans for 2020? What are we going to see roll out for the rest of 2020? Survive this coronavirus. Wow. Trust me. (laughs) Trust me. Yeah. Um, Now, Vinci Mass is up next. Mm -hmm. I haven't started anything. I haven't gotten a beat 
Okay. Nothing, but I'm working. Okay. okay. You know, but I, but you know, Vinci, we have a unique taste. Mm-hmm. So I have to um, make sure I capture what I have to capture yeah. for that particular market. Mm-hmm. So I haven't started working on Vinci Mass. So we have that, and we have the usual stuff that I'm going to try to work with a bunch of other artists, yeah. my outside of Soka projects. And um, I want to see if I could drop an album later this year. My second one, the first yeah. one is called Problem is a Problem. It's mm-hmm. out now. Um, I was supposed to drop it in the middle of Trini Carnival, but I got distracted with the shows and the performances yeah. and everything. And also, I'm not going to just throw an album out just to throw it out. The first album, mm-hmm. because my fan base is not much like some other people, mm-hmm. but for the people who know about it, they know that album is probably basically yeah. a classic. That's what I've heard. That's the feedback I've gotten. That's not, okay. me. That's yeah. not me talking. Okay. Right? So I didn't want to shortchange the people who did take time to check the first album out mm-hmm. and just drop some nonsense or a half done album out so i want to drop something rollout. that's gonna outdo mm-hmm. what i did prior mm-hmm. yeah that's crazy so thanks everybody for the love and the support as yeah. well problem yes sir it's Big been a, it's been amazing trust you, me learn a lot your vibe your energy crazy because now that we actually sat down and did the interview t- we could i could tell you guys the truth all right i came yesterday fully equipped <laughs> We came yesterday, fully equipped. Me and my wife gave no cameras and everything. You know what I forgot? These right here, the microphones. How do you do a podcast without microphones? And he said, you know what? Come back tomorrow. We'll do it. I guarantee you we'll do it. And you see from there, I said, total respect. Because a lot of times- I just told you to come back in the night. Yeah. You know what? You're right. right. If you you wanted to. If you wanted to. You are right. I gave you an option. I gave you a choice. Yeah. And a lot of artists, when they see that first, they'll say, oh, like you're playing around, you're not professional. How do you forget your mic? Bro, nobody's perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. I've, I've forgotten my passport at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not, nobody's perfect. Things yeah. happen, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Can't wait to see you back in the six again. And I know you're here for the big, 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 big return fit. Yes, sir. Inside a rebel. Yes, sir. Dr. J, big up yourself. Yes, sir. You made this happen. Yes, big up sir. yourself, Jay. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle, and this has been another Two Lines Music Hut's Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinesmusichut.com.